Hey, Paul, you there, brother? Hey, Mr. Waltrip, how you doing? Mighty fine, mighty fine. What, uh, is, uh, what, are, we, uh, what are we busted coverage? What are, what are we? Busted coverage, we are a sports website that kind of looks at some of the humorous side of sports. So, uh, for instance, like this past weekend we were in Bristol. I was at Bristol in an RV with six guys. That's funny. <laughs> well, That's the, funny funny th- right there. the funny thing was is that we were in the Daryl Waltrip grandstand side so every morning when I woke up to use the Porto John, I saw a big picture of Daryl Waltrip. Yeah. Okay, but I don't know if that's funny or not. No. Uh, <laughs> probably probably wasn't. Probably wasn't. Um, how, so what's what's going on? We, we're getting into the chase here. Um, yeah. Who do you like right off the bat? Well, it, it appears you know that the Gibbs Toyotas, uh, his four cars, and then and then Martin Truex and the uh, Junior in the Furniture Row car, those five Toyotas have been pretty dominant, particularly on the mile and a half, and there are several mile and a half in the chase. Uh, Kyle uh, Busch is is defending champion. This uh, is the 75th anniversary of Eminem. Uh, we kind of all getting together and having a little party, you know, put. Having eaten some M and M's uh, and thinking about what we're going to do here when the chase starts this weekend, um, there's a you know what's interesting is uh, the guys that uh, the young guys Chase Elliott, Kyle Larson, uh, Chris Busher, uh, those three guys and then uh, and and those young kids are in the chase this time, uh, this year, and I think that's going to shake things up a little bit. I don't know what Chase can do. He started the season off pretty hot, but he's wrecked a lot lately. So. Uh, but he's had a shot at winning a couple of races. Larson uh, really come on strong the last few weeks, and certainly Busher, you know, with that win at Pocono. Uh, I, I, I really think this chase is wide open. Um, I, I think you have to go with performance. Uh, what we've seen so far this year and so far this year on the mile and a half, uh, Truex and the Gibbs cars have been pretty dominant. Well, I'm, I'm glad you brought up some of the younger names, DW, because that's something that, has concerned me early in the season was uh, the lack of victories for these younger guys. And to me, it feels like we're in a, a transitional stage um, yeah. in the sport. And would you agree with that? Oh, for sure. It, it, it's a cycle, uh, Paul. It, it goes about every 10, 15 years in that range. Uh, we have a changing of the guard. And uh, right now, that's where we are. I mean, you know, uh, Tony Stewart's retiring. Jeff Gordon retired. Uh, who knows what Jimmy Johnson. We got Dale Jr. with his situation. A lot of these drivers are in their mid, uh, early to mid 40s. That seems to be kind of the lifespan of a driver these days. Matt Kenseth there and some others. But man, we have got a host of young talent uh, over in the truck series. Uh, we got a bunch of young kids coming up. Uh, you know, John Hunter Nemechek, Cole Custer, uh, Eric Jones is going to step into the Cup next year. So the future is bright. There's a lot of young talent out there that people may or may not know. But uh, I think. You know, as these drives start to uh, retire, uh, we're going to see a lot of exciting young men take their place. And uh, then one day they'll be a household name, just like the established drivers are today. Well, and speaking of Dale Jr., too, um, with the, the concussion situation, it's been interesting because when you consider it, Jr., this has been his whole life. You know, he's, he's yeah. in his early 40s. At some point, you think he's just done and tired and he kind of wants to move on? Is, it, is there a possibility that he's transitioning out of the sport? Well, I don't, I, I don't know. I can't, I can't, I don't think that's his intentions. But I, I tell you, this concussion thing is, uh, is, is an interesting conversation. Uh, the more we know about concussions, the more we find out we don't know. Uh, and they can be misdiagnosed. 
Uh, and so there's a lot of uh, Dale Jr. has brought, shed a lot of light on uh, what it's like to have a concussion, how it affects you. Uh, and so I, I think he wants to get well. But I, I think in the back of your mind, always hanging over your head is, I'm prone to have concussions. What if I had a really bad one? Uh, how would it affect my How would it affect my health? How would it affect my future? And Dale Jr.'s kind of on the right on the fence right now. Uh, you know, he's getting married uh, in the fall. Amy is a great gal. She's been, a, you know, been by his side the whole time. He wants to have a family. All those things start to go in your mind, and uh, you start thinking about driving the car and taking the chances, the risk. It's a risk-reward there, I guess, is really what it comes down to. And I think that's things that he's kind of uh, working out in his own mind right now. I, I think he'll come back next year, but if he didn't, it, it wouldn't surprise me if he didn't, but I think he will. Well, and as a former, you know, champ and a great driver yourself, um, racing is interesting because it's not like basketball or football where, you know, you can't jump as high or you can't run as fast. How do you know as a, as a driver when, when you're done? Is it, is it purely based on interest since the physical part isn't, you know, it isn't a huge component? Obviously, it's there, but how did you know? Well, you know, when you're an, when you're an athlete in most any other sport, it's just it's individual. Uh, in our sport, you're driving a car and it's going 200 miles an hour, and you got to have lightning-fast reflexes. Your sight, your hand-eye coordination got to be there. Everything's got to be spot on. And if any of that gets off a little bit, your performance falls off. And uh, as you get older, that's just a natural thing that's going to happen to you. Then you throw in a possibility of being affected by a concussion, and and now you got a lot of doubt in your mind. Now you're starting to say, "Am I as good as I was? Uh, is this a concussion affecting me?" I raced. Uh, I had a wreck in an uh, 80-something, backed into a wall, had a concussion, knocked myself out, uh, was in the hospital overnight. They checked me the next morning and said, you can go home. I raced two weekends in a row and never even remembered being there. Wow. I went to Richmond, Virginia, and Rockingham, North Carolina, and I didn't – I didn't. if somebody had said, well, you know, where have you been the last couple of weeks, I had no idea. Jeez. And I finally, I finally, uh, I finally came to – and I realized that I'd been concussed a lot worse than I thought. So I, that happens to drivers. Uh, we, we can get back in the car. You can get back in the car with, with a fractured disc or this or, you know, something not exactly right physically. But when you get in that car and something's not right mentally, that, that affects you a lot more than you think. Right. What's a, what, for non-NASCAR fans, um, what do you think is the coolest thing about NASCAR? Uh, I... I <laughs> Well, always for me, it's, I'm a sight and sound guy. Mm -hmm. uh, I remember as a little guy, couldn't wait to get to the track and get in the grandstand and see the cars, all the beautiful, you know, the colors. Uh, you know, whether it's the M&M's car uh, with Kyle Busch, the 18. By the way, that's what we're doing. We're celebrating the 75th anniversary of M&M's, and they're the official chocolate and NASCAR. Uh, but those were the things I always loved, the sights, the sounds, the smell. Uh, hearing those cars go around the racetrack, the competition, uh, the pit crew, getting those tires on and <laughs> yeah. off you know yeah. just the, just those kind of things that were what always excited me as a fan well speaking and, of and then you're there with you're there with a hundred thousand other fans and you know your guy you got a guy and they got a guy and, and he's pulling for his guy and he's trying to he doesn't want your guy to win and so i just think as a fan it's a real competition in the stands just like it is out there on the racetrack how often were you ever aware of the fans when you were in the middle of driving uh, a few times, uh, Bristol, for instance, uh, there a few weeks ago, 
there's a hundred and the way that track is shaped, it's a bowl. Mm-hmm. There's grandstand all the way around it, so they call it a coliseum, and that's what it looks like. As a matter of fact, they just had the big football game there Saturday night. I don't know if you watched it or not. No, I was but, there. I was on the field. Oh, yeah, that's right. You went there with you went there with six of your buddies. I forgot you were in the <laughs> that's you right. camped out. That's right. Did you tailgate? Oh, we we did a little tailgating. Yeah. Did you eat any M and M's? Oh, that's all we ate. M and M's on I, top of M and M's. That's all you need. You know, <laughs> several packs of M and M's, and you're good to go. But uh, just there were times there uh, when something would happen on the track, where the flashes of the cameras would be flashing, and uh, you know, from people in the stands, uh, and you could hear a roar uh, over, even as loud as the cars are, you could still hear the roar of the fans. That's one place uh, that I knew where the, I knew the fans because they were so close. All the short tracks, Martinsville was that way. Uh, Martinsville, you're in a sea of people. You're yep. running in a circle. People just right there. Uh, those those kind of – the short tracks were the most exciting for me. So speaking of the sights, sounds, and, and tastes, what's up with Eminem? What, are, what do we need to know about Eminem's? Well, it's his 75th anniversary, and Kyle has run the kind of throwback paint scheme a couple of times this year, uh, and, and they're celebrating being in the sport for a, a several years. I think the first time they were actually in the sport was back in the 90s. And uh, then they sponsored Ernie Urban and Elliot Sadler and Kenny Schrader. And now they're with Kyle, and they've had great success. And uh, Kyle's in the chase. You know, he made the chase. He's the defending champion. So they've got a lot to be proud of. And then, of course, so in, it's their 75th anniversary, and we're just, uh, we're just throwing down up here. DW, you're making me hungry. <laughs> what, what what do you like? Plain peanut? Oh, peanut. I'm a pe- like? peanut guy, 110. percent What about you? Yeah, I, I'm a I'm, I'm a plain guy. Oh I no, just, you're not. I, no, I am. I, that's, that's what I always ate. That's what I had when I'm in the TV booth and I need a little, you know, I need a little something to snack on. I grab me a pack of M and M's and I'm good to go, brother. Mr. Walter, melt your mouth. Oh melt man, your mouth. it's uh. <laughs> It's been a slice being able to speak to you. I appreciate it taking the time, and uh, I'm going to go get some M&M's. So uh, have a good luck in the chase, sir. Enjoy it. All right, Paul. Thanks, Take care.